Welcome to the Be Happy Now Show. Flex your soul connection muscle and be your inner guide to fulfillment and purpose. I'm Claudia Sam. If you know that you're here for a bigger reason, this is the place to be. Together, we ditch the self-care guilt and quit the go-go-go with less fear and more trust. Tune in to living life in alignment with your full potential. The Be Happy Now show starts now. Welcome to the Be Happy Now show. Oh, this episode is all about the dance between the ego and soul. If you're like, Claudia Sam, I'm not dancing with the ego. Uh-uh, it's really annoying me. <laughs> well, let, let's discuss that today. Let's open ourselves up to the idea that it gets to be a dance. It gets to be playful and fun to choose between the ego and soul, between the mind and the heart, between um, uh, between a life led from fear and a life led from love, because we get to open those parts of us that are more in the dark as much as we get to explore the parts of us that just want to be out in the sun, open and abundant. My name is Claudia Sam. I'm your soul connection coach, and I support passionate leaders and guides who know deep down inside that they're here to lead life from their passions. And using my tune in method, I support them to find that confidence to reach for beyond the stars so that they can be confident within who they are and finally say yes to themselves, put themselves at the top of the to do list without feeling guilty or unproductive or like they're compromising the people they love in their lives. <clears throat> Pardon me. And today we're going to talk about my own experience of dancing between ego and soul. And I'm going to invite you to do the work with me today and to explore what that means for you as well. And at the end of the episode today, I will give you a little gift so that you can put yourself first. I created a free three-step audio guide that takes you only 15 minutes to actually turn your gaze within and rise on the I'm important meter. If you feel like you've not put yourself first, if you feel like, mm, I'll get to me tomorrow, but then tomorrow never comes. Well, the put yourself first free three-step audio guide is your gift that I will um, gift you at the end of our episode. The link is in the show notes anyways. Let's first talk about why the dance between ego and soul. Like, why is this even a thing? Personally, as your soul connection coach, this is me living my mission. I am here to embody the truth of who I am. What that means for me is that I am here to lead my life from a soul heart-centered place. Let's go further than that. What that means is that I choose to not make decisions from fear. I led this business. I grew my business from a place of it was not certain. It was not, it didn't feel quote unquote safe because when I jumped into wanting to create my business, I did not have a plan. I did not have the perfect amount of money in my account. And I did not know where I was going, but I trusted my soul. I trusted my intuition that that's where I was meant to be. And now I've impacted the lives of over thousands of people from the work that I do. 
And it's not a joke. I haven't worked yet one-on-one with a thousand people, but with the meditations that I offer on Insight Timer, with my group and one-on-one practice of soul connection coaching, that is where I have been. And just with this comment, let's notice how my ego wanted to repair the fact that, oh, people might think that, um, have I really coached a thousand people? See, like the ego wants to correct that, wants to make it right, wants to be quote unquote, the right or good person. This is the part of the ego that I choose to dance with. I want to be like, oh, I see you there. Little ego mind that wants to not be in judgment, that wants to, well, yeah, not be judged. And that part of me that does judge, that's the ego. I don't want to lead from that place. I want to lead from a place of alignment with my soul. I want to lead from a place of confidence, of trust, of openness, of abundance, of mm, this is exactly where I need to be, of mm, this feels good. I want to lead my life this way. Instead of, "Mm, let me do the pros and cons list, or "Mm, what would other people say? Or "Mm, am I really prepared for this? Do I need to be really organized for this? Mm, Do I really know where I'm going? Do I have the step-by-step? I no longer want to live my life in this way, which is why the dance between the ego and soul has, has risen, has become a thing. I've decided to do from April 17th to May 17th, 2022, daily Facebook Um, videos about the dance between ego and soul on my personal profile. So if ever that's curious to you and you want to watch those, go um, friend me on Facebook and let me know you heard about this on the Be Happy Now show. Now, when we lead life from a soul, intuition, heart-centered place, for me, it's like giving permission to the heart to lead. It's giving permission to the emotions to flow. It's giving permission to the cyclical nature or to the feminine energy, capital F feminine energy part of who I am as a being. It gives that part of me permission to be wholeheartedly who it is. Instead of making it wrong, instead of thinking, no, you have to fit into a system. You have to do more. You have to be more. You have to reach this level of standing to be good enough, to be successful. You have to have this amount of money in your account to be rich. Um, Be rich. That's a state of being, not a certain amount of money in the credit card or on the, in the bank account. I choose to lead my life from intuition. And that's what I want to invite you. And that's what I coach my clients through to align with their way of being to live life from a place of, I am honoring who I am and not, I lead my life from a doing, busy, go, go, go lifestyle. Although if this is where you're at, please know that that the first step in moving from an ego, mind, thought-centered life, it doesn't make it wrong. In order to move from that to Um, to having the soul and intuition and heart be more at the forefront, be more, uh, you know, lead more, be in the driver's seat, we first get to be aware. We first get to be aware that, oh, right, it's true. Ego's coming in and wants to drive the show, run the show a lot more. I'm going to give you some examples, okay? But first, I just want to make 
you not wrong. If you're like, yeah, I'm a busy bee. Yeah, I don't put myself first. Mm, I always want to make sure I'm organized and prepared and that I'm doing everything right and that I'm a good person and that I help others. Great. You get to be in awareness of this. I'm not saying I'm not a good person because I lead with the soul, but rather I don't put other people's pleasing needs ahead of my own. I put my own needs first. Okay. And this is where you get to choose if you want to shift your belief of perhaps putting yourself first is selfish and switch it to putting yourself first is so empowering. You get to make a choice. It doesn't have to be only these two choices. You get to create the new belief for yourself. And leading life with the ego mind used to be my lifestyle. Okay. This is where I was. And that's where it it led me here because leading life from the ego allowed me to look for jobs that I wanted. It allowed me to make new connections. The ego allowed me to, when I had a burnout and I chose to go for a yoga teacher training instead of not. Well, my ego, as much as my intuition made the choice, my ego thought, yes, okay, I'm going to go to yoga. That ego actually helped me connect with my brain and go, yes, you will take this action. Does that make sense? It is when we start to ignore that soul intuitive side of us that it becomes more of a challenge. And people will get bigger nudges than others. Okay. I got a nudge by having panic attacks. My body started to shut down because I was putting work ahead of the beingness of who I am. That was in 2013 when I had panic attacks. I, you know, I had to wear heart monitors and um, I was working at a corporate career back then. And my life was all about work, 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 work. And I had just changed jobs thinking that changing jobs would make it better, except what I didn't really fully um, notice or wasn't clear, or I didn't, yeah, I didn't notice was that I was just changing or taking with me the work ethic of the busy from one job to the next. It didn't change the same work ethic I brought to the new job, which meant that, yep, the panic attacks were this nudge. The first nudge was, I'm not happy at this job. I'm work, work, working. I'm working 180 hours of overtime in one summer and I'm not getting paid. Mm, Ding, 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 alarm. I didn't listen. Well, I kind of did. Yeah, I did. I listened from an ego point of view and I decided, okay, I'm going to change jobs. And then, well, the ego or the body, the, the physical landscape of our human experience came into play and said, Yep. Right now you're going to be forced to slow down and tune in, tune within. That's where my tune in method came from. If ever you're curious about that, just go to tuneinmethod.com. When I started to get those panic attacks, that's when my intuition kicked in and was like, oh, this is not working. There is something deeper that I get to access here. And then of course, once we start to make one decision of, ooh, let me look inside then everything comes into play. My friend started to bring me to yoga. Ooh, I started meeting these teachers. Ooh, I started to read those books. Ooh, this teacher training came as an opportunity. As soon as we choose to make an intuitive decision, soul will just keep showering us with an abundance of, yes, you're on the right track. 
opportunities and possibilities. And it is when we ignore those nudges that it can become worse. I have a client who had cancer because, uh, well, because part of the equation was that she was always putting others in front of her own needs, her others' needs and others. She would be very busy, go, 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 nonstop, always fast, doing more, being everywhere. And she got cancer. And after when cancer was cured, yay, she went back to the same lifestyle. She fell and broke her neck. Those are the types of nudges from life. And at that time, she decided to go, oh yeah, something's off. Something's not fully working. Let me connect in. And that's when we started working together. So wherever you are, you get to be on your journey. And it's okay if you're not, if it feels daunting to even listen to the heart, because we've heard, maybe you've heard in your, in your upbringing, what? Emotions aren't the guidance point. Just the other day, dad, if you're listening, I love you. Just the other day, dad um, and I were talking about my sister's new career choices. And I said, she gets to listen to her intuition and she gets to hear whether this feels right for her or not. And he said, no, no, she gets to do, she has to do the, the pros and cons list. And I laughed and I said, I just did a be happy now show episode about how the pros and cons lists are not a thing anymore. (laughs) And he said, okay, no, no, no. The pros and cons lists still need to happen. So there is a part, there are many people who don't believe that the intuition is a strong enough um, vote. And this is where you get to choose. Am I willing to believe in my intuition? Am I willing to trust that I am in a soul alignment when I lead with my heart, when I make a decision from my intuition? In the day to day, because yes, the intuition can guide your next career change like it did for me. It can guide um, a huge life transformation like it did for me from putting all my attention towards my work to mm, finding a better balance and being able to tune in within myself, right? And leading from a soul-led, well, leading from the soul or from the heart, from the intuition is always is also accessible day to day okay and what that means is that we get to show up with compassion with love with trust with an abundance instead of a lack mindset for example uh i believe in all the possibilities life is abundant everything is is happening for me and i'm attracting the exact opportunities that i'm meant to attract that is an abundance mindset a lack mindset is like nope this is never going to work money doesn't grow on trees I have evidence that this has never worked for me and it's not worked for someone else. So it's never going to work. Like, why would, you, why would I even try? That is a lack mindset. And we get to be in either, right? If we feel like, oh, I just want to feel like this isn't working right now. Great. When we are aware that we are in the state, we are not a victim of it. So in the day-to-day, leading with soul means that we access in an abundance mindset. It means that we access trust in our intuition, trust in the divine connection of who we really are outside of this human body. When we lead with soul on a day-to-day basis, it means holding space for someone with compassion without leaking our energy. And I'm going to give you an example. The other day I was on a call with, with a family member and I had just worked on my taxes. And 
between you and me, working on numbers is not my cup of tea. Okay. It's not, it, it stresses me out. It, it's anxious. It's just, I don't understand the numbers, even though it makes a lot of sense to many people. It doesn't to me. It could be also why it's easier for me to lead with soul than it is with the mat- mathematical log- logistical mind frame. So all to say that I had just worked on my taxes. I was feeling stressed and anxious. I wasn't understanding it right. I felt like a loser for not understanding it. And so I was judging myself. And I chose to, right after that segment of time, to take a call from a family member instead of listening to my intuition that needed the time to breathe and be with those feelings so that they could move out of my body so that I could show up on the call with compassion, with love, with abundance. And instead, what happened is that I didn't listen to the intuition on that day-to-day, you know, this is a day-to-day thing that happens. You get on a call, you get off a call, you do an action, you do it, you take another. I went on the call. My ego was in the driver's seat. Oh my gosh. It wanted to be right. It wanted to prove. It wanted to convince. It didn't want to let go the idea that it had. What that does is like, it's like getting into a boxing ring and being the fighter and being like, okay, other person on the other end of the line, you got to come onto this boxing ring with me because otherwise this call is not going to go the way I want it to go. That's kind of the energy I went in the call with. So that wasn't an open and compassionate energy. And then that ended up in the other person crying. I'm not saying I'm responsible for the other person crying because we are all responsible for our own emotions. We are also responsible for the energy that we bring into a space. And therefore I was responsible for the energy I was holding in that call. Another way that on the day-to-day soul versus ego or heart versus head can show up is, for example, I was on a call with a client who wanted to organize their self-care routine. They wanted to have a self-care routine that was um, well organized, planned for, so that the old them could have something to attach to as, oh, this is the proof that I'm on my way. This is the proof that I'm doing something right. This is the proof that I'm on track to having a morning routine that will allow for openness and ease and flow in my life. And what I asked them is, so does planning for your morning routine feel expansive or constrictive? Well, they said, "Mm, it actually feels constrictive. Oh, and if we go back to what you wanted out of a morning routine was to feel flow and ease and open, well, making your morning routine so strict and anchored and precise and rigid does not help with the desire to feel open and flowy and e- and with ease. Does that sound true? This is the way that leading with soul and with intuition and with heart can help us on the day-to-day. We get to choose if planning a rigid morning routine is really in alignment or in service for our highest good for our soul, for where we want to be in life, for the beingness of being human. And maybe it is, maybe having a strict self-care routine that you do the same thing day after day works for you. And that's fine. For me personally, when I lived in Nepal in 2016 and again in 2017, when I came, when I was there, I would wake up with the sun and I would, there was a three hour yoga class in the morning 
in 2017, I was teaching there. So it wasn't the same, but there was a very lengthy morning routine. It was rigid. It was like, I need to do this. Otherwise I don't connect with myself. Well, that was the meaning I was associating to the morning routine. What happened is that I took this rigidity of, I need to practice yoga for three hours with breathing, with meditation, with chanting every day. Otherwise, I'm not a good, I'm not a good yogi. That was what I was identifying the self-care routine, the morning routine as. So what happened is that in my day-to-day back home, not in Nepal, well, I found myself not feeling super expansive because I felt like I was putting my self-care in a box. That is what leading with the ego was making me do because I was attaching this meaning to this thing. And instead, my, my intuition, what it really wanted, she, I actually like saying she for my intuition. My intuition just wanted some flow and flexibility. And today in my life, some years later, I get to choose what feels good and expansive and connecting for me on a day-to-day basis without making my practice wrong or not enough. Because if I want to sit for an hour of meditation, I let that be okay. If I want to go dance Zumba for 40 minutes, I let that be okay. If I want to go for a walk for an hour and a half, I let that be okay. And if I want to do nothing and just go straight to um, work that day, well, I'm making sure that it is in honor of my soul that I lead that way and not because the ego is in the driver's seat that day. Is that making sense to your ego? And how does it feel in your heart that you hear this? I'd love to take the next minute for you to just feel in, tune in to what is a way that you show up in your life with the mind in the driver's seat. What is a way that you show up in your life with the mind in the driver's seat? You get to use another word for mind that resonates with you. I use ego mind. It can be thought. It can be the part of me that wants to know, the part of me that wants to plan. Where in your life are you leading the majority of the time from the ego mind? And if you're listening to the recording of this, you can pause, take a few breaths, and then answer the questions from whatever comes up. The other question I have for you is, where in your life do you give your soul permission to lead? Where in your life do you give your soul permission to lead? And maybe it's like, mm, I don't really let my soul lead much. Okay. Let's be in awareness of that. We just get to be in awareness of that. And my other question for you, again, pause if that supports you. The other question is, what do you want to choose moving forward so that you are in awareness of who's in the driver's seat? What do you get to choose moving forward so that you get to choose who's in the driver's seat? What gets to happen? What's an opportunity here for you? In my own experience of dancing between the ego and soul, where I 
where I challenge myself is to not judge myself. So for example, just before coming on and um, recording this Be Happy Now show with you today, well, I was sitting in front of my fireplace because I had no power a few hours ago. I did not put lipstick on or makeup on. My hair was not quote unquote done. I didn't have earrings. I had probably like my workout clothes on. And my ego was like, "Mm, you need to brush yourself up. And I allowed myself to do that a little bit without judgment, without making that wrong. And that's it. And it felt good. I try to make decisions from a place of, does this feel in alignment? Does this feel expansive? That would be more soul-led. Or I, and I also get to see, "Mm, does this feel constrictive? Does this feel like it's really in service to me or not? And if it doesn't, if it feels like it's not in alignment or in service, if it doesn't feel open and expansive, and instead it feels constrictive and tense and tight and stagnant, then the empowered energy I choose to be in is that I make a choice. Do I want to be in this constrictive energy? Yes. All right. Fine. Again, if we're aware, we are not a victim of it. And if I'm like, hell no, I don't want to be in the ego right now. I want to be in alignment. I want this to be an empowered decision of me in alignment with my intuition and my heart and my soul. Great. I get to make a little deviation and choose again. Choose my thought pattern. Choose the next action I will take. Choose the belief I take on. Choose the energy I arrive in a call with, for example. And I created the tune-in method, like I mentioned before, because I was tired of having to follow the rules of like, this is how you get to the top of your career. This is what you need to do to reach success. This is what you need to buy and have and look like to be happy. I no longer wanted to abide by those external rules, which for me personally was me leading a life in alignment with my ego mind influenced, and I no longer wanted that. So I chose to just do it differently, which is why I created the tune-in method. And again, if you're curious about that and where you stand in the tune-in method, then go to tuneinmethod.com and just click on the button that says, that says, say yes to yourself so that we can get on a heart-to-heart. And this is an opportunity for us to, well, meet and for you to maybe see, ooh, where can I get clarity? Where am I in the tune-in method? Because there's three steps and we can just gain clarity together on that. No strings attached. All right. I'm so excited that you get to be here and that you're making a choice to listen to this and explore what the dance between ego and soul can look like for you. And just as we end, I got confirmation on a call the other day when a person I was chatting with said, "Mm, so what's the training you did to be a soul connection coach? Because I want to be able to take my practice more virtual and I want to be able to lead with my intuition more. And I said, well, I, I explained where I came from and the yoga teacher trainings I did and the panic attacks and the burnout and how actually people started to ask me to coach them. And that's how my soul connection coaching business grew. I lead with intuition. I lead my life with soul. And I don't let 
other certifications and programs tell me that I'm worthy to lead with intuition or not. And my job is to help you flex your soul connection muscle and be your own inner guide. This isn't about me giving you theory and saying, follow this. This is the only right way. No. This is about you trusting yourself and just having someone to witness you on your journey by your side and helping you make empowered choices that you believe in and that align with you. Yeah, it's it was great because she got she confirmed that that's what she wanted because uh, an in-person action I did was when we planned for our next call, I closed my eyes instead of looking at my calendar and what quote unquote would make sense for the time for us to meet. Instead, I said, let me feel into when would be the best day, and then we'll figure it out, quote unquote, from there in a more logistical way. And we did that, and it was so inspiring for her to see, and it felt really good for me to honor that within myself too. So I hope that we get to meet. Thank you so much for being here and exploring the dance between ego and soul. Let me know what answers you got from the Soul Connection coaching questions I shared with you. Make sure to like and subscribe to and follow the podcast wherever you hear it. And I hope to see you again soon. You've been listening to the Be Happy Now show with me, Claudia Sam. Flex your soul connection muscle and be your inner guide to fulfillment and purpose. Tune in live every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You are worthy of being you and of connecting to what stops you from living the life you are meant to live. Access more soul connection coaching at ClaudiaSamCoaching.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.